0: on maynard.com.au AU! Someone can tell you what the hottest song is But what you want at this time of year Is someone telling you what the coldest songs Because we know the coldest songs are the coolest songs I mean where are you going to find people singing songs About Wollongong that will live forever Put away books and lessons And join the holiday from And come with me to the seaside To the city of Wollongong Where are you going to find songs about people Singing about Rundle Mall, Rundle Mall. And they're only going to mention Adelaide again. That's what we want to know. And that's why I've got Andrew Scholl here from The Coldest 100, which is only on Twitter because he's lazy. He just wants to post it and then be gone, don't you, Andrew? Absolutely.
1: This is a labour of love. If somebody liked to sponsor me and give me lots of money, I'd be very happy to stick it on every other platform and maybe even do a TV format. So that would be great. The rights clearance would be held, but it would be worth doing, that's for sure. People say, so what's The Coldest 100? It's songs about Australia. It's songs by Australians and its cultural oddities from our history. Jack O'Hagan singing by the Big Blue Billabong from the 1930s, one of his lesser known efforts after (laughs) the dog sits on the tucker box. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll now introduce to you my latest composition by the Big Blue Billabong. I hope you like it. When
0: I'm swinging along Singing a song
1: by the great big blue billabong Reminding people of where we've come from and what we used to think was important thanks to you in part for, you know, showing your interest in this, it went absolutely mental because for the first time last year, we put up video clips. So that's what we do this year as well. Where we can, it's not just the audio, it's little clips of historical video, such as the Wollongong song. Mm. The chap from the Leagues Club singing a song about the joys of visiting Wollongong.
0: Why was Ray Garbett singing about Wollongong? Was he a native of Wollongong? He felt a love for the gong? What was going
1: on? He is a native of Wollongong and he's a long-term Wollongong cabaret performer. You know, you see him around all the clubs. He used to have a band, those fantastic cabaret bands where everybody dresses in exactly the same tuxedo. He would have been no stranger to touring to the Rooty Hill RSL for sure he would have played there. He would have played there and he, I think he still does a trivia night once a month in Rooty Hill. Cool. But there's a bunch of songs, as we know, where towns would get together and say, we need to promote our town as being really hip and really cool. So there's one about Wollongong. So
0: come along to Wollongong, there's many more sights to see. The solidity of the lighthouse and the age of the old big tree. The steelwork stand, erect and grand, portrays the workman's
1: fate. The wheels have kept on turning since 1928. And the best one is obviously Normie Rowe on his uppers singing about how cool, how happening Rockhampton is. Is it a very long song? Got two verses? It's It's okay. Happening now. (laughs) It's all happening in the concert and the clubs, in the streets, on the run, in the sun, have fun. What happens happening? mm -hmm, Happening here. Uh John Farnham singing about the Rundle Mall in Adelaide. What's going on there? This is a classic Adelaide thing. And every year, there's two two things people ask for every year. They say, Where's where's Johnny Farnham? Uh, not John Farnham, where's Johnny Farnham? And this is a, a song he released, I think, in about 1980. Actually, it wasn't a song, it was an ad. So it's him doing the jingle, and he actually appears in the ad as well, singing and dancing around the, the balls of Rundle Mall. It's very exciting. John Farnham, between being Johnny, joining the Little River Band, and then Credibility. Or he could have sung about North Adelaide fish and chip shops. He could have done a whole bunch of things. I think there should be a song about the Polites family and all the oh.
0: buildings. Oh, yes. Or a miniseries, perhaps. <laughs>
1: There's all these patriotic songs about individual cities and towns, as well as about the nation. I'm looking at Sandy
0: McMenamin doing Adelaide, You're a Lady. Haven't heard this. Would Adelaide have had its
1: own Tonight Show that this sort of thing might have been on? Adelaide for years, up until the early 1970s, had In Adelaide Tonight, hosted by Ernie Sigley. So when Er Ernie Sigley replaced Graham Kennedy and went to Melbourne, that was effectively the end of live entertainment in Adelaide. That was the big evening live production, big budget production. Sandy is a long-term Term Adelaide entertainment figure and she performs songs about Adelaide songs about South Australia and she's got some friends I think from Norway who do an instrumental version of Adelaide You're a Lady. I thought what we needed this year was Sandy and her lyrics so maybe we get the instrumental version next year
0: Sunlight in the valley that's always seemed to be missing from your list of weirdness is, is, has there ever been a Shatner connection with Australia? Has he ever covered an Australian song? I don't think he has
1: Oh Canada Our home and what are you doing? <laughs> if your listeners can find it, we will put it in. But there are always people internationally who will sing about Australia. So we have Donny Osmond, for example, at the Miss World or Miss Universe contest in Perth in 1979, surrounded by all the contestants, dressed in khaki and wearing their slouch hats, playing clapsticks and singing Timey Kangaroo Downsport. That is the height of camp, the height of kitsch, and that had to go in. Hey, everybody now!
0: What the hell is Liza Minnelli singing Pub With No Beer For? How was
1: she ever convinced to sing that? It's part of a Liza Minnelli Australian medley. Oh, wow. She performed, and I think you can find it on YouTube, she made a television special in Australia for ATN 7 Sydney in 1967. So this is Liza, about the time she'd started going out with Peter Allen. Maybe they were just married. Oh, it are from it Maynard, you're welcome to put the clips up on the website as well. Because
0: they're all so good. You just want to put as many as you can up because they're all silly. The one thing about The Coldest 100
1: is it's a lot of fun and there's no arguments. Sometimes we have fun with songs that were big hits at the time that just look a bit odd now. Like The Bum Dance. What's the go with The Bum
0: Dance? I remember that being, that was the first season of Big Brother, was it, or second? I can't remember. I, I can't... They could all blend together, don't they?
1: This is The Bum Dance.
0: We've got the manager of the ABC, Ida Buttrose, doing the manners
1: rap. What's the backstory on this? She released a book of etiquette through Penguin in Australia, and this was the promo. They released a video promo of Ida, Ida from the block, as she calls herself, giving etiquette advice in hip-hop style.
0: Hello, I'm Ida Butros. I've been at the forefront of Australian culture for many years now. Everyone knows she's down with the ghetto. Your knife and fork are waving in the air. Put them next to your plate. It shows that you care. Manners are simple and best of all, they're free. It's a gentle act of kindness between you and me. It's time to get classy, so let's take stock. That's the word from me. Ida from the block. Barry Crocker, he's a legend. You've got him up there quite high in the list there. Help make Australia grow.
1: Was he really selling Australia? What was he doing? He was performing at a senior citizens gala in Sydney. Try a dose of good old fundamental love and respect and learning from each other. Learning of the type that we've seen on the stage here today. Who knows, maybe the fundamentals of show business family traditions might just help solve the problems of many young people and might help us make a country that will fulfil their dreams. Barry is a patriotic Australian, but he also likes to have a bit of fun with a Bazza character as well. But this is the serious side of Barry. And there's some amazing Barry clips that you can find online. There's Barry performing The Look of Love, Burt Bacharach Hal David number, on a Jerry Lewis telethon. So this was when Bazza was off performing in Vegas. You've got the look of love. It's on. Face, a look that time can the storied history of Baza and the storied history of Australian variety Kamal as well, looking back yes. at these people in their prime. you and I and the listenership get this, but most Australians don 't know at all, but last year because of you, because of the video clips, because of the way it just took off like a rocket. We had something like three million views on Twitter. People just got into the madness of it, the silliness <laughs> of it. A great Australian that I met this year that i would never met in my entire
0: life, except I've seen him live once or twice. I actually met Billy Field, Billy Field. And I took his second album, Try Biology, the lesser known one, and he was very happy to sign that. What a great guy. Try
1: biology
0: today. People like that slip through the cracks and
1: this is what The Coldest 100s is kind of all about. But it's when you come across somebody like a Billy Field or even a Simon Gallagher. Remember how big Simon Gallagher was an entertainer in the late 70s, 1980s, and he's still around as a, as a performer. Brian May and the ABC show Band. have is is this an interesting clip or is this a funny clip is this odd when i started this i think it's important to remind people as you say of just how big people like him were. Think of
0: novelties here, Alan Jones doing I'm Australian, I thought he'd be shattering it through, but he's
1: actually singing it. I did not know Alan Jones was a singer and I'm still not sure. Alan is a very theatrical personality. Alan loves his show business. Don't forget Alan appeared as Franklin Delano Roosevelt in a stage production of Annie and really? has a number there. Okay. So any opportunity, and this goes right back to his well, time as a teacher at King's, any opportunity for Alan to get out and show off his showbiz talent, he will do it. So when Andre Roo comes out here gives a concert 20,000 seater arena in Sydney and says Alan would you like to perform Alan's in it like a rat up a rope for 40,000 years I've been the first Australian we are one but we are many and from all the lands on earth we
0: This is a hero show doing Australia, and at first I was hoping it was a cover of the Good News version of Australia, which is the best Australian song ever. I still can't, an and it really doesn't insult anybody except Perth because it doesn't mention Perth at all <laughs> in that song.
1: It's a good life.
0: it's in Russian. He keeps using the Canadian flag. Do you think it's
1: a deliberate slight on us or he just doesn't know what our flag looks like? I think it's a fantastic piss take. He's either a Russian or a Baltic rapper. So this guy is rapping about all the animals in Australia that want to kill you. We've got the host.
0: Of sounds here. It was a Saturday morning show that went around to um, a lot of areas on the east coast of Australia. Donnie Sutherland was the host, ex jockey, doing Dancing Man. Was that an original song for him? What's going on here? (gasps)
1: forget, in the 50s, 60s and 70s, if you were a personality, you released a record. And I think we can be very grateful that that doesn't happen much anymore. We haven't had an Eddie Maguire top 40 single.
0: Getting towards the top there, you've got the band The New Gold Diggers doing
1: I Am Woman and there's the Dean Martin connection here. What's that? This is old Hollywood showbiz. Dean Martin, with his 60s, 70s variety show, his backing singers were called the Gold Diggers or the Dingalings In 1976, he started a new variety show. He shot a pilot, never made it to series. So he had the new Gold Diggers and they are singing a very Vegas a very slinky version of I Am Woman. So this is our Helen Reddy tribute this year. I I don't know whether you could say it was feminist, particularly feminist. It It seems like I've
0: heard a lot of versions of this song where people just seem to have forgotten that it is a feminist anthem, and that's just blown over. By the way, they're performing it. It's like they don't know what they're singing. You've got to watch
1: the performance for the hair, for the dance moves. I am woman, hear me roar number two big
0: Staying Alive is is a reoccurring theme through here. Of course, it's written by Australians. What's your favourite version? You've got versions from The Muppets. We
1: whisk you back through time and space to the Palace of Versailles, where Marie Antoinette bears a striking resemblance to our own Miss Piggy.
0: From the Temple City Kazoo Orchestra. (laughs) That has such a connection with Australia. What is
1: your favourite version of Staying Alive of the five or six you've got in here? I think the Miss Piggy singing it on the Muppet Show in the 70s, dressed as Marie Antoinette in the shadow of a guillotine. (laughs) It's just so, so strange. The shadow of death. But in the current environment, Staying Alive is probably a good thing. And it's one of those songs, and there's a few other BG songs scattered throughout. It just shows the resilience of Australian music, and it's interesting to see, fascinating to see different interpretations. Remember where we started with this. It was the Hottest 100 was going on for years and years and years. Surely somebody would do a Coldest 100. And I think a couple of community radio stations did it as a gag a couple of years. But we've been doing this now for five long hard years. And this is the second year where it's gone semi-professional with the clips being uploaded and strangely getting a bit of publicity for it as well. And where can people find this again? They've basically got to get on Twitter and find it, haven't they? At Oz, O-Z-K-I-T-S-C-H And the the hashtag coldest 100 so watch out and there's some amazing joyous cringe-worthy oddities and atrocities that, that you will absolutely enjoy
0: if someone was trying to deliberately get onto this list what would you have to tick off for them to actually make this list to go oh, they're a shoe-in
1: to get on the coldest 100 what is the formula it's either an australian song it's either a song about australia or somebody pointing me to an international performance that has some connection to Australia. To get on the list, it has to be cringeworthy patriotism or a very odd or a very unusual rendition of a classic Australian song. But it doesn't have to be awful. That's the mistake some people make. The Coldest 100 doesn't mean they're all crappy songs but they don't have to be bad.
0: Andrew Scholl, let's all be upstanding now for a great Australian, which is sometimes used as an insult, actually, but a great Australian. The Coldest 100s back again. Get along, OzKitch on Twitter. Have a look at a few of the, the clips that are on this webpage. If you aren't in the Coldest 100, I don't want to talk to you.
1: Thanks, Andrew. Well, let us all rejoice. Rundle starts to come alive Before the morning sun has reached the sky While you're still at home in your cosy bed Busy getting ready for the day I had Run no more In it like a rad up a road.
0: On Maynard.com.au.
1: AU. Brighton and Hume. Everything digital.